Oh, good morning, and welcome back to my podcast, What She Wants. My name is Mandy, and I'm your host here. Let me start by apologizing again today for this nose thing. So, I'm sorry. I've been um, a little under the weather, but that is not going to stop me from doing these podcasts every day. And I know that there's a couple of days in there that I've missed, but... um, I'm working on getting better, and so here is another one, like another one bites the dust. And so I feel really accomplished with myself that I am achieving this goal. And this goal is that I make a recording and post it every day. It doesn't even matter how long it is. I am just happy that there is something for you to listen to every single day. Now... As time goes on, I want to get better and, you know, have more focused podcasts, have them be for longer. So, all right. So, I apologize for the break in this. I know that when I edit them together, it's just not going to run as smoothly as the professionals. But... Don't worry, I will learn and I will get better and it will sound professional maybe six months from now, a year from now, who knows. But the, the important thing to me is that I'm trying, that I am, hold on just a second. <laughs> mm. Excuse me. So I am getting up here and I am trying to enact some change and I know that I say this on most of my podcasts but I'm trying to drive home this point that and it not just to to you as an audience but to to myself that I am making changes I am actively doing something that will change the outcome of my future and so this is a really important, important thing for me and an important step. And so today I want to talk to y'all about aggravation and frustration. Because I feel this a lot in my life. Like I get aggravated with my kids. I get, I'm, I'm in the middle of trying to record a podcast. I can't even get a few minutes to myself. I have three kids trying to run at me and I'm supposed to be bass and we're all screaming and I, mommy's got to protect us and I have to correct them and you know it's not the correcting part that that bothers me it is the fact that my children honestly believe that it is my job and my duty to entertain them 24 hours a day seven days a week they believe this and they believe this because this is what my husband bitches about in the background when I don't want to do it that way. So, I feel like kids need to grow in their own space. I feel like their imaginations will only grow if they're allowed to play and explore it. If it is me coming up with all of the ideas for them to play, then their imaginations won't grow. If it is me who comes up with all the ideas of games to play, then their imaginations won't grow. And when their imaginations... I am only three minutes into this recording, and already I have been stopped four or five times 
because everyone in my family feels that it is my solemn responsibility and duty to accommodate every one of their wishes, whims, thoughts, everything. And this is a very overwhelming feeling because there are four of them and one of me. And there's another one on the way and I cannot continue like this with five against one. I just, I can't. I am I'm struggling now. I feel frustrated and aggravated um, that I can't even tell my children to go play. Just go play and have some fun. No, they're coming back underneath my skirt talking about, I'm bored, Mama. I, I can't think of anything. You always play the coolest. And don't get me wrong. I do play cool. I have a great imagination, but that imagination come from a lot of time by myself. And so I'm to the point where I need them to have some space and to give me some space. My husband's a whole different story. There is not going to be any changing him. There is not going to be any thought revolution. There is not going to be any kind of epiphany moment for him where he says, damn, my wife was right. Our family works so much better this way. He's not going to do, do that. So, <coughs> Um, no, on the contrary, my husband would be the type to take credit for the changes, say it was all his idea and that I'm still just a stupid whore. So, what I've done, you know, I told you I went down to the performing arts and I put them in some classes. Now, the classes were real cheap um, and I... I applied for scholarships, so I should be hearing something on scholarshiping soon. Um, and that will be a great thing. That will be a great way for them to have some time with someone else and be able to be creative and use their imagination. Um, there are other activities that I need to plan. but. I didn't want to focus today's talk on them. I want to focus today's talk back on me. Why do I allow myself to feel so frustrated and aggravated? I know that my kids don't really know what's going on. I know that my kids are really looking to me for inspiration or guidance. I know in the logical part of my mind not the emotional part of my mind that, you know, my kids are small and they just want my help. And I am a great mom. I am fun to be at. I am an adventure waiting to happen and they know it. And so I can't blame them for wanting these things for me. I can't be aggravated and frustrated because they want these things for me. But I get this way because what they're asking these things for me for is a constant. It is all the time. Constant, constant, constant. And so that's the part for me that gets to be um, very aggravating and very um, frustrating. And the fact that I don't have a partner, I have, you know, I have whatever you want to call him. And, um, you know, someone who supports and backs me, then 
you know, it makes it more difficult because I am the only one fighting this this war. So, I have decided that every morning from here on out, we are going to try a new activity. I've been meditating first thing in the morning, but I'm going to turn that into a we thing. We are going to meditate every morning. We are going to listen to these recordings until we can sit down and be still. Until we can clear our minds and do some good meditating. Until we can get this together and and start to form this team. And, and by creating this one activity where we are going to do it together. Hopefully I can relieve some frustration and aggravation a lot of that too is going to come with better communication so instead of grumbling at my children you know and and bitching and moaning and complaining if I try to explain to them not when we're emotional now not that's the key not when we're emotional but sat them down and said hey you know mommy needs some time to play by herself Woody should take some time to play by himself. David should take some time to play by himself. And Mary most definitely needs some time to play with herself. And then our imaginations are going to grow. And then we can come back together as a group and a team and say, Hey, I was playing with this or I was playing with that. And then we can play together. And so that gives us our our own private space to express our own private thoughts and mine happens to be on this podcast right now but I'm interested to see how theirs is going to come out what they are going to begin to produce when we have quiet time in the mornings another thing I want to add into our daily routine is some yoga I know I've been talking about this, but I haven't done it yet because I'm so lazy. Really, I just, I feel very tired all the time. I feel like life has drained me. Being pregnant at 40 has drained me. I just feel a big drain. Like there's some hose on the side of me sucking all my energy out. So, um... All right, guys, I had to pause for a minute and um, take care of my children. And so um, just forgive me. I'm going to do one of these annoying things because um, I have to get them situated. And this is something that they can't do. So I got to fix the Wi-Fi and then, you know, go from there. So I hate shaky signals I really do I want to get a better way of having Wi-Fi on the go because my life even though I'm still in one city and I say still in one city yet not as in you know as in I'm still here but as in I'm staying put in one city I am still not um, I'm not a conventional liver, so I don't live in a house and pay um, too much rent and and extreme electric bills. You know, so I own my own fifth wheel, and I live on the road. And at any given time, I can pick up and go, and I love that feeling of knowing that. So. 
right now um, Wi-Fi is really difficult for us it is something that I don't get to do um, on the road as well as I would like it to be and you know they've concentrated on the main customer which is everyone who lives in houses and towns and not for um, people who move around the country like me so um, sad I'm sad to say mmm but when I come back, we are going to finish discussing uh, the feelings of aggravation and anger. And, and not anger, frustration. Aggravation and frustration because those two lead to anger. But they make you sound angry. And for my kids, being as young as they are, they will misinterpret that as anger. And that's not what I want because that's not what I'm feeling. But you know for the questions i have is how do i control it in myself so i don't express it as much or so that i don't feel it over such petty things anymore and to how do i express that to in a way that my children understand what i'm going through because right now I'm experiencing so many different emotions and a lot of times as adults we feel like we need to hide that from our children because they don't need to see this side of us. But we're wrong. They need to see this side of us because how are they going to cope with it when it comes to haunt them in their life? And chances are that if you are depressed, your children are depressed. My mom and dad were both depressed. That's why my dad turned to alcohol and drugs. That's why my mom locked herself in a room for a very long time and didn't come out. And I say locked herself like she wouldn't leave the house. Um, and she probably went through not leaving the house for several, several years. And, and if I imagined her right, because I haven't had contact with her in her home in, in oh, 10 years. So I would assume that it is still the same way, that it, she is still in her room most of the time and still feeling those feelings of depression and loneliness. And so I want to find a better way because I, I don't want to end up like my parents. And I'm glad that I knew what my parents were going through so that now that it is hitting me, I can say, hey, you know, Okay, so maybe my brain is genetically, you know, predispositioned to fall into this emotional category. And the great thing is, I have the ability to control what my genes do. Isn't that an amazing thought that I can control this? I can control it. I didn't say controlling it was going to be easy. I said I can control it. So... Now, um, let me go take care of getting them some Wi-Fi going, and I'm going to come back to you in an, another recording, and we're going to complete this and say, you know, what can we do to, to start to control those feelings that do not bring us peace and happiness? All right, be right back. So here I'm back to record, um, this will make part three for me on um, how do we deal with aggravation and frustration. It's like a preempt to anger and, you know, 
there's a lot of things that probably make us feel frustrated or aggravated and what do you do to combat those moments how do you take a mental time out and um, refresh yourself and get yourself out of that mindset because you know what I do know is that if you stay allow yourself to stay in that mindset then the decisions that you're going you are going to make are going to be way fucked up so to bring yourself and refresh yourself I mean what is your strategy I'd like to hear your answer to this question. Um, it, it fascinates me to know and to see how people manage these two simple emotions, um, aggravation and frustration. What do you do? I'm a smoker. I, I smoke cigarettes. And part of the reason I smoke cigarettes is because when I'm feeling that aggravation or those frustrating moments, I can take 10, I can, you know, have a deep breath and, um, you know, move on to the next thing. I come back and I kind of feel refreshed. Well, yes, smoking is bad for your health. Um, I know a lot of things that are bad for our health. And so I kind of put cigarettes as not the top of the list, but right along there with all the other chemicals that we as Americans ingest every day and don't even know it. So, you know, it brings me back to my question, you know, if if I feel better after I've had a cigarette, then what is it that is really calming my nerves? Is it the chemicals in the cigarette? Is it the fact that I have to take 10 minutes, 15 minutes of deep breaths for inhalation? Um, you know, what what is it that is making me feel relaxed feel refreshed giving me the opportunity to come back to the moment and say hey you know what I think we're going to do it this way and and make that decision with a level calm head you know my grandfather when I was a kid we used to run past him and our one of our favorite games to play with him he would pin us up in his legs and he'd wrap his legs around us so tight and you couldn't you couldn't get out. You had to wrestle your way out of it. And he did it because in the beginning of the game, when he first started playing, well, I would get frustrated and pissed off and throw a tantrum. Mm? Imagine that. My sister would panic. Mm. And she still to this day is a panicker. You know, she'll faint on you in a heartbeat and have a panic attack. I used to think it was fake and shit. You know, that's how dramatic she gets with them. But okay, I've realized that each person has their own way of dealing with shit. And she's just not very good at dealing with anything. So she overreacts. <coughs> you know, for me... <coughs> The anger and the frustration was always the number one. And then it always leads to this big, massive tantrum to get my way. But I don't want to be like that. And I don't want to teach my kids to be like that. I want something, I told you, I want something better. I want something peaceful. I want harmony. I want to, you know, 
know that when those those moments come that are are not the best ones that are the you know negativity or the you know the emotions that no one wants to confront anger emotions you know the aggravation the frustration the you know confusion the fear all of those are anger emotions and when I, when they come I want to be prepared for them and I don't want to be a smoker all my life at some point I will quit smoking I don't know when it is not going to be because oh I'm this or I'm that or you know it's just going to be like everything else in my life my body is just going to say you know what I've had enough we're done and it's going to be the end of that. I've done it with um, several things in, in life. You know, when I was young, it was drinking or, you know, smoking pot. I'm done. I'm good. You know, so <coughs> that way I never look back. Because I haven't. I haven't ever looked back and said, oh, my God, I just miss drinking so much. Because I don't. I'm the type that gets sick. Um, I don't miss it. Don't miss it a, a bit. Not even a glass of wine. I'm I'm so serious. Nope, not for me. Same thing for pot. Makes you paranoid and oh my god and I'm tripping here and I hear that noise and what is this and let's go hide. And I'm not for that. So I'm not for feeling sick and I'm not for being paranoid and so... <laughs>